Welcome to the Western suburbs. Yep. Thank you. Ash from MA. MA, yeah. It makes me nervous every time. Like, I know it's that, but it makes me nervous I'm going to yeah. say it wrong. I'm like that with names, too. Like, I just call everyone. If I don't know a thousand mate. percent, it's just mate. Yeah, yeah. mate. It's like, if, I, if there's a risk I can say this wrong, mm. mate, straight out. Yeah. I'm a bit same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the name is something that everyone always gets wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. actually went on the on your Insta page this morning and I saw it was like, yeah. you've got it in there high fans. It's like, <laughs> this is how you say it. Everyone was saying it wrong. I was like, I'm putting it in the title <laughs> <laughs> so people know how to say it and they never say it right. So. I get triggered because ours is capital STC lowercase fit. Yeah. And everyone writes it as two words with a capital F. Yeah. It stresses me. It's like it shouldn't, but it stresses me. <laughs> it's like, it's not it. <laughs> and then people always, because it's, it's probably our own fault because we have two accounts. Mm. Um, like on the weekend, Jamie tagged STC Fit, not mm-hmm. STC Fit Learning. Yeah. It's like, it's this fault. is a learning thing, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's our fault. Yeah. Especially because we're more active on the learning side at the moment, at least. Yeah. So it's like... I was going through the page this morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go to that one. Wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder how often it happens with the website and stuff. The people just search, search STC Fit. They're yeah. like, oh, they're just coaches and can't find any of our business coaching shit. Oh, do you have two separate websites? Mm. Oh god, that's a lot to handle. Yeah, so we have B two B and like to clients yeah, as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So this is B two B at the moment. So yeah. you were talking to trainers and some of our clients that just feel like hanging out with us for ninety minutes a week. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'll let you do the introduction. Who you are? Mm-hmm. What MA does? How you ended up here? It's a bit of a wild met, story, like, if I'm honest. Four days ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lifetime. It's a bit of a wild story. So MA started in April or May 2021. I was a bit of a sole trader. I left my career. So before I started the business, I was actually in disability and I was managing the deinstitutionalization of a really renowned psychiatric institution. So that was my background. Um, did all the psychology and business at uni, all that kind of stuff. Took a break, got really burnt out and I was just casual working. And then... I started following some coaches from the WBFF April show. It was peak week and I was like, oh, this is so interesting and um, started following them. And then I was at work one day and one of the girls goes, well, one of the coaches online was like, does anyone know how to make a spreadsheet? And I was like clicking past it, you know, when you just go on like a rapid clicking. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go back. I made a spreadsheet. The rest is history. That's how it all came to be. That's like that's how I birthed it. Um, and then... In May, I was just making spreadsheets and then I went into terms and conditions. So we drafted a document and then um, I had an idea to make a MyFitnessPal guide. And I put it out to, I think, like my 100 followers at the time. They're like, yeah, yeah, this is a great idea. Launched it in July and it just exploded. Like it just exploded and we just started dropping more products. By October, my accountant was like, you need to turn into a business. You can't keep doing this like oh my goodness and so i hired three people in october it's just been non-stop from there it's That's just wild. been like a wild ride just snowballing and um we've had multiple opportunities so uh one of the things was obviously we are very creative based and design based so everyone was like do you know a graphic designer and i was like mm. i'm just gonna hire one yeah and the story of hiring my graphic designer is actually so funny she probably thought i was a psycho <laughs> like because i was like no nah, we really really need to hire one it's so worthy to tell so <laughs> i was like we really really need to hire one and i was like i'm just gonna jump into some facebook groups like some Bris- um it was like brisbane graphic designers found this girl messaged her. i was like hey i own a business 
do you want to apply for a job? And she was like, what? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> and a year and a half later, she's full-time with me. So um, That's wild. Yeah, and that's how it came to be. And I think we've just adapted a lot. The industry's changed a lot um, and adapted. And now we've got five different divisions and we've got nine girls on the team. And it's just... Keeps growing. It's a good thing to start with awkward encounters, Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you can get much more awkward than ours. My um, my presentation to bring Jason on board for STC Fit was like, uh, there's a pub around the corner. There's just like yeah. a pub with, had a coffee area that ended up being closed. So we're like stuck yeah. in this awkward corner. Yeah. It was and like in the hallway. Yeah. Like, and the pokies was like to the left. Yeah. Which was the only part that was open. <laughs> um, and I'd run out of white paper. And we had this like yellow card in the house. So I just printed it on that and had this like stupid border that I used to put all my client programs on it. Flames. Like a flame (laughs) shit in it. It was horrible. But obviously whatever was in it was good enough that Jace was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. It's like word art. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what this is, but I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Something more than training people. Let's go. Pretty much. Um, Welcome to the STC Fit Learning Podcast. STC Fit Learning is a business coaching service specifically for personal trainers designed to help them create long-term careers in fitness. We want people to be able to earn more, work less, and work with the people that they want and choose to stay in the fitness industry as long as they want. If you like the episode, give it a screenshot, tag us, like, follow, subscribe, shoot us DMs at stcfit underscore learning on Instagram and get involved with the community. Enjoy the episode. So if you had a like couple sentence pitch mm. to say what you guys did, what would it be? The elevator pitch is very hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, we're just a creative agency. So we yep. do all of the creatives and we do th- we do the things that save coaches time but add value into their business. So basically anything creative branding or um, an ability to make more <laughs> income we can help with. Um, but it is a very niche and a very difficult business to explain. I think it's something that a lot of people have a hard time grasping what we do. Um, but basically the solution, although it's for the coach, it's more for the consumer as well, because I was a consumer of the industry and I couldn't figure out how to track. I wanted Mm. books to read. And so we're building them for coaches so they can give them to clients. And that's kind of how it started. Um, but yeah, everything creatives and everything assistance in the business side of things is what we do. Yeah, it's probably one of the biggest things we push to trainers in our education is like you have to have a resource bank. If you're having the same conversation week in, week out and the same conversations with every client you onboard, it's like your business sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Like sort it out. You get burnt out from it. It's exhausting. And um, a a big thing as well is so we, we create the products with specialists and then we white label them we give them the editable link for Canva. So turn mm. it into a PowerPoint and talk on it and yeah. like mm. use that every week. Um, but yeah, it's so important. You don't just want to have a coach these days. You want education from the coach. And yeah. that's really where we st- stepped in and helped everyone out. Yeah. It, the session or the the check-in, whether face-to-face or online, isn't the product anymore. No. Um, not if you want to be gold standard anyway. Like yeah. it's bare minimum, I think. Like onboarding should be all automated explanation well, should be all automated all that stuff in terms of like here's a resource do the thing onboarding is the first 
area of the business that your client sees so it mm-hmm. needs to be perfect you need to actually perfect it and we've we've got this feedback so many times we have a really smooth onboarding process in our va division and one of the clients just goes i knew i made the right decision because mm. she was like, it was so easy everything was just done for me and the call was booked and we started off and she was like i knew i made the right decision so that does reflect back on the clients with coaches as well yeah um but it's really funny because we obviously make products and we've got a product called the takeaway guide it's literally just eight takeaway shops with the protein and calories. Yeah. And I guess like you always question yourself, like are people actually using this? Mm. And then I always look over and my boyfriend's always on his phone on it, like looking through the calories <laughs> and takeaway food. I'm like, okay, well, it's people are sign. using it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's awesome. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. So there's a few areas, I guess, that you guys work in and there's a few that I'm really curious about. So I'm just going to make this all about me as hey. usual. Nothing different. <laughs> Jace yeah. can ask questions when you feel like it. Yeah. Um, Sweating over here. <laughs> Post-workout sweats. Yeah. Plus so, caffeine. so hot. <laughs> it is warm in here. So are you like warm now? I'm feeling nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll just melt in this chair. Poor, here. <laughs> poor Ash was planning three days. Yeah. To turn into 10-ish. Yeah, yeah. And Melbourne has done Melbourne and gone from 40 to, I think it's about 17 degrees outside mm. at the moment. Yeah, so, two sets of clothes, just yeah. like r- cycling it around, <laughs> making sure. Oh, thank God for the DFOs. Yeah, I was going to say, you're in a pretty central location to yeah. Yeah, sort I'm gonna it out. I'm going to go there this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> sort some stuff out. I've seen you wear that in multiple combinations. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't. Yeah, there'll be like every bit of publicity that comes out from this week will just be like, wasn't she? Is that? To be fair, every time I've seen you, you've been dressed differently, so... True. Yeah. True. Yeah, I bought that so dress far. on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, yeah, we internally have actually had the conversation around VAs yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to give you the chance to sell the idea. Yeah. Because I think where we get stuck is like the apprehension of A, it's going to take me longer to teach someone else mm-hmm. to do what I do in mm-hmm. the same time. Yep. And or quality is not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. But even like we look at it and just sort of go like, what within our week can we actually get rid of? Yeah. Like we're very blessed. On to a have, regular basis. Yeah. Very blessed to have Tam. Yeah. That is obviously phenomenal at what he does and makes our life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, But it, yeah. And then it's like content creation wise, he makes the videos. We do the captions. And that's yep. one thing that I'm like, if there was ever a thing, it'd be like, probably just have mm-hmm. that taken care of but then yeah. I find everything that I've looked at the voice gets lost yeah yeah. it's like that punchiness of knowing the client and all that kind of stuff becomes challenging yeah mm. so I'm just like making the shitting on this product that I now want you to tell me is awesome yeah <laughs> accidentally I think it is one of the like at the end of the day our business is our baby and you don't want to give it away mm. but I think if you look at it in the matter of scope of genius so I always say this to coaches it's what are you qualified to do mm. That is the only thing you can't give away. Everything else can just be outsourced. Like yeah. it's really that simple. And in VA, we do a whole load of things. Like I can't even break down the list for you. So I know that you said that you would struggle to give things away. But I pulled up five things straight up what mm. you could have given away. And a lot of it is you know client nurturing, getting in the DMs, being on stories, adding people to close friends list, doing the timelines, letting you know when there's anniversaries. You know all of that client management, admin stuff that takes up all of your time. The onboarding process, you don't need to do that. Someone else can do that for you. Um, and there's so many things. And basically, it, 
it, VA is a really hard market to message and we do struggle quite significantly with it. Um, and it's kind of one of them things where you don't know until you know. And mm. all of our clients that are on board, they all have completely different reasons to have a VA and a lot of the time is we're working on projects for them that they don't have the time to work on so we're putting together coursework so they'll give us the information we create the powerpoints and they're working on their business by utilizing us to do that we're creating their educational products for them obviously getting it cross-checked they're writing up the information we do all the design we're doing all their payments and we have like a finance and technical area so we do all the payment chasing following up who's um, spent like the most money over the period of time um, running the incentives so we help with the challenges the onboarding the incentives doing all the email marketing honestly just everything that you do that just takes up so much of your time so for example the presentation I made one of the VAs made it for me. Yeah. yeah. And it, I just put the information in, they fixed it up. So it's just having that person there that's kind of like your right-hand man. And it it really is hard at the start to let go of the jobs mm. and understand what you can give to someone. But then when someone does it, you're like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. And our VA retention rate is through the roof. I think we've had four five people leave in the year and a half we've been open yeah well and now they're just like you cannot leave us like yeah. <laughs> like we are so reliant on you it's actually a joke yeah um and it's really really great because we love being part of their business um but it, it really is like people just need help and they're like i don't know what i need help with and as soon as you give it away and i think what you said was i have a standard of work or i don't want to teach someone how to do my work Mm. if you stay in that scarcity mindset there's no way that you can grow like you have to teach someone to do what you do you're not the only person that can do it so that's kind of where it falls in um i feel like i'm not explaining it well but it is so hard to explain what a va does no i think what's interesting of everything you said there Mm. 80 percent of what you said we just don't do yeah because we don't have the time yeah yeah so like, yeah, yeah, you obviously can... gave Tam a big wrap up, but dad's sitting in the corner as well. He runs all of our back end. Yeah. So admin payments, client yeah. issues, all of that kind of stuff he does. And we've always been like, at some point yeah. that'll be somebody else. Um, but even from us, like emails should go out, but don't yeah. like those little bits and pieces that, yeah. or that takes ages to actually get mm-hmm. them all put together and, um, yeah, there's a few other little things in there that I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea for mm. to do, but we kind of don't do them because the, the perceived reward isn't high enough to take away from, like you said, the shit that we're mm. qualified to do, the front end stuff. So Yeah, exactly. And I think a really great example of it is Wayne, who we yeah. met the other night. He had 10 clients and in three months he was up to 45 because he just gave away the task and he was able to bring clients on board. That's wild. And his growth was just through the roof. And yeah. it's just like having the leverage there of some, using someone. So, so you guys do content creation yep. from scratch as well or just like? Um, we're very careful of it. Like mm. we will help you with content, but that's not our scope of genius as well. So yeah. we just like, even if it's a voice memo or a loom, flick us through what you want us to write up, we'll write it up. And mm-hmm. then we get it approved. So it's okay. Um, but yeah, all the girls do content 24-7. A lot of our clients are purely content-based. Yep. Um, then we do social media strategies with them as well. So we've got a marketing girl who will set up the plan for the entire month that the girls can just follow. Um, but we've got so many areas. And a big thing of what we do is how we really differentiate ourselves is the first month when someone comes on board, you'll have me or the admin manager on your case and we'll go through, we'll audit and we'll streamline and we'll tell you what's wrong. we tell you what needs to be fixed. Then we'll finish you off, write up your policies and 
procedures for you, so your system, operational practices, um, and hand you on to a VA and be like, this is what you got to do. Yeah. Go for it. So it's really, really good in that aspect. Um, But it's very hard to keep up with. VA just keeps booking out. (laughs) We just can't keep up with it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I guess that's why we launched the app because we were like, we need to give some something to mm. people. But um, yeah, like one day we just have no bookers and the next day we're at 15. I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. this is crazy. So so what about like, I've actually been trying to work out what the even the term is. I assume it's like a manager mm. that's like reaches out to for bookings and contact other, like for us this year's just get out in the public as much as possible um so i've been kind of considering like how do we how do i get someone who's better at that than me Mm -hmm. to do all of that and organize it yeah because we get asked about dates and i'm like um i'm the same ask my wife yeah (laughs) i forget everything she has organized so is that something that like you guys would do as well yep we um allocate a va based on you know values and personality to the specific person we we know that that works better. Mm. Um, so we will do a screening meeting and allocate you to someone with a strength. Um, we have some girls that are just nuts tech and admin. So good, like can do anything you need. And other girls that just can make content like crazy. So yeah. really depends who you get allocated to. Um, the more high level clients that we've got, they go towards our VA manager, who is that little bit more expensive, but she's very good with the business management side of things. Um, and yeah, it's really just like an allocation based on what you need. Um, and then obviously as time goes on, the tasks do change. So there can yeah. be a reallocation or you just sort it out. But it it's just one of the things after three months, we always say to our clients, the first three months is an absolute shit show. Like it's just horrible you're probably not gonna have the best experience but once you get over that hump and you get into the groove that's where like the magic happens and it's happened time and time and time again so yeah but yeah basically um anything you need we really do as long as it's within our scope of work yeah that's cool so that's even like we've got coaches that make meal plans and give us the my fitness pal and we put it into the meal planner for them and copy it all over because that's like a big process we just do things like that so yeah that's Mm. cool Looking at your week, what would you? What things are you like? I wish I didn't have to do this. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, very. Um, <laughs> Measure pre-workout properly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. In, inform me that two hundred milligrams of caffeine a day is too much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, probably the like logistic stuff, like dates and organizing, like mm. things, especially within the. Um, the Mighty Network as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is on this day. We do this this week. Reminding people of what's going to come the week ahead. Yeah. Like, you know, all the stuff that we don't do that we should. Yeah, it's almost uh, like like we've tried to... We've tried lots of different avenues, but Trello is one that we've tried a few times. Yeah. It's like, all right, everyone's yeah, putting in. everything yeah. into Trello this week. And then like a month later, you're like, yeah. oh, we just got off got Trello. That Trello thing that we <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. look at. Just like, <laughs> yeah, probably logistic stuff like that. Um, yeah. It's make, almost like we need someone to run Trello for us. Yeah. Trello is easy. We just yeah. got off it, but it's easy. Yeah. Um, we just don't do it. It's just... We live off know. it. All of our VA clients get set up on Trello. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that we do specialize in, what we're pretty much known for is systems and operations. Like, that's my skill set. I'm yeah. very, very good at systemizing and streamlining. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of fed through to the team a lot. And they'll always come to me with issues. Um, so, little things like that is just nothing to us. We, we can spot a issue and fix it straight away. So Yeah. So um, I guess taking the conversation away from us, our situation is obviously very mm. different in what we do even day to day in Netherlands over a year. Mm. 
for that trainer who's semi booked out, yeah, doesn't have the hour a day. We sort of encourage everyone to work on their business at least yeah. an hour a day. Yeah, some of them need more than an hour a day. Yeah. Um. So I guess yeah, I can really see the value in you guys for someone like that. Mm-hmm. Like we got a couple of guys now that are like starting to bring on contractors yeah. and all that kind of stuff that are still judging, juggling 40 sessions a week yeah. and trying to bring on contractors, write yeah. content, create brand, all that kind of stuff. And I can see we're lucky to have a team of five Yeah, to do that by yourself. I think mm-hmm. it would be really tough. It is. It's really difficult. And a lot of the time we get clients that come to us just beside themselves that mm. I've been doing this for myself mm. for so long. I'm so burnt out. I've got 70 clients. I'm trying to scale and there, the fear is there that I, I like everything that we would do would be wrong or, mm. you know, just, you're just so attached. But once you actually let go of that, that client at the moment is thriving. She has time to go on the beach because we do everything in the back end for her. Yep. Um, but we work with a lot of hybrid coaches or we call them hybrid gym and online. Mm, yep. And honestly, they have time on the gym floor because we're there helping them build out the online business part for them. Yeah. So we're creating all their products for them, creating all their education. And then all they need to do is come in and make a video mm. and things like that. So we'll set up the systems and get the client list ready. And I know that you were talking about um, a CRM system. We have like a spreadsheet, a, an amazing coded spreadsheet that does it all for you. So we'll set people up on that and make things go really well. <laughs> <laughs> Takes notes. <laughs> I was like, I told you there's a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet. Yeah. There's always a fucking spreadsheet. Bro. Our spreadsheet is so good. There's like a little yeah. button and it puts See? The coat, um, it puts the client into every single tab of the spreadsheet. It's told really you. Good. There's always I a spreadsheet. I believe always. You. I just want it to look pretty. That's all. I said there was someone out there that could make it. It just wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> we make our spreadsheets look really pretty. Good. Oh, right. perfect. We I'm are, in there. We're I'm known. In. For having We're like aesthetically pleasing enthusiasts, we'll call them. <laughs> I love not, a good I'm spreadsheet. Jason, Jason is yeah. a spreadsheet enthusiast. I like them, but I nobody else likes the ones that I make. Ben's yeah. aesthetic, aesthetics isn't. I yeah. can imagine what yours point. look like. It's probably got like the black lines around the outside, and it's trash. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Can't do every now and then. White he'll just line. populate <laughs> a, a row with like color. Yeah. It's like. Why? What happened there? <laughs> yeah, I showed, or there'll uh, just be random cells that are just different colors. Like, yeah. what's this yeah. for, bro? Yeah. I have a um. <laughs> My, that no one else uses or, and or sees. It's like my weekly check-in tracker. Yeah. So I make sure they're all in order and stuff and I yeah. color code them based on the results of what they've done. Um, and I brought it up in one of our workshops yeah. and like half the people just laughed. They're like, what the fuck are you showing us? I'm like, okay. So granted the names were here because yeah. I couldn't obviously show my clients, but everyone was just like, well, this, this is, is not anything. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, so many you know, I've, I've sent to Jason too. Like, that's like, check boxes and yeah. yeah, it's all like organized in the dates and perfect. I'm not that person. Oh, God, guys, you need to check out ours. ours are all <laughs> I'm like, I know what it means and that's all that matters. Yeah. So I'm the only one yeah. who has to look at it. it. It becomes a problem when I send Jay stuff and he's like, I don't know, what the fuck yeah. this I don't is. know what you're... Showing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of we've, times. we've yeah. just made the transition out of spreadsheets for our business, so we every, everything's a new spreadsheet. I'm like enough, like yeah, enough. Yeah. So we've just moved on to a new system, project management system, and I've just culled all of our spreadsheets now. Um, yeah. We've just gotten too big to use them. Like yeah. we're at that point now, but I love a good spreadsheet, yeah. and the, it's our most popular product. Yeah, we've got a um a Milthosaurus. Do you guys know it? No. So we've got basically we've taken my fitness pal out of the equation. Mm. And um it's like a library with a recipe you put in your grams of food and it spits out your macros and we've got like a smart swap tool in it. It is just hot cakes. It's always selling. That's so always interesting. going. That's so. literally what we were telling Mark to put in. 
yeah. my strength book. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to sell it to him. Yeah. <laughs> into the software because I was like, it needs code. to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. I like it. What's up, guys? You're listening to the STC Fit Learning Podcast brought to you by ourselves. Feel free to go check out our website, so stcfitlearning.com. On there, we have a bunch of free resources, including how to niche your business, how to actually sell during consults, and a free programming template, plus our business scorecard, which you can go and take and see how you stack up in the industry based on what we think is elite and how to become the best trainer in your gym, in your town, and in the industry. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you take a screenshot and tag us, we really, really appreciate it. It really helps get this message out to help improve our industry and keep people in their personal training careers. Enjoy the app. But yeah, I definitely think like we've been, even the last few episodes, we've been really pushing this idea of like, go and be a client in your business. Yeah. Yeah. So start from like, what does it feel like to get a DM from me or a phone call in the gym floor? Like you said, working with both face-to-face and online. What does that feel like? What's the script like? What's the content like? Mm -hmm. Would you think it's a bot? Like those kind of concepts and then what happens between booking the appointment and the Mm -hmm. call, which clients don't have like we refer to it as hero content. It's like yeah. something that you can send to them and be like, hey, this is who we are before yep. we have a chat. So it's kind of done. Yeah. Um, digital forms that they fill out beforehand. So you've got information before they get there. They've mm-hmm. got buy-in. They did a thing. So they're more likely to show up. Mm-hmm. They associate you separate to the gym, all of these kind of layers. And obviously the biggest pushback we get, it's not even pushback, it's just like, we know they aren't producing them as quickly as they should be or getting Mm -hmm. them in place because they're too busy doing sessions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. It's like, oh, but I I close at 70% now, so I don't need to worry about it. It's like, yeah, but you could close at 90 and then you would have more time to make it even better. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think there's heaps of value in what you guys are offering in that. Just like someone to come in. Yeah. We even had our like just ecosystem reviewed. Yeah. Just like Mm. come and look at our stuff and tell us what sucks. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the changes we made instantly were like within yeah. four weeks, our sales had gone up like 200% yeah. just from the website changes. Like, yeah. So to have someone come through like you guys and be mm. like, okay, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Mm. We can build we can all of this it. for you. Yeah. Sorry, you're doing so well, but it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all shit. But yeah. And I think the best part, like the, the our big selling point is we are niche. We only work for coaches. Yeah. So we kind of know it, like kind of, we know it now. And like we'll optimize your bios, we'll optimize everything that we can. We've got such a vast set of skill sets. So you've got from me doing the whole operations and systems then my graphic designer might jump in and help out a little bit and you know it's across the entire board um and not having to explain what your profession is to a va yeah helps so much and it's like hey can you jump on training sure i know how to do it yeah Or hey can you jump on this training app sure i know how to do it yeah and something that we are very much we practice what we preach and we every time we use something new we just make a loom of it chuck it in the library so all the girls know how to use it yep. and so when a client comes on board there's never really like oh i'm not sure how to do this because we've done it and like yeah. it's all in the library so it, it made me really sad when you said you only worked with coaches because i was watching your presentation the other night and i was like my wife needs this <laughs> um she runs a mindset coaching business and it's just like hey we still work with mindset coaches oh, coaches coaches, yeah. coaches, coaches right. that's sweet. a very broad custom net over the coaches there you go we've got a lot of mindset coaches done yeah right. you've yeah. probably got a new client then 
At but, least one. At least we're one, maybe two. Down at the moment. It was like a little bit. <laughs> Hire more people. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Um, I'm curious to know some insight from mm. your side. Yeah. Um, what do you see as the biggest obstacles that most trainers are facing on the back end of their business? Systems. Yeah. Yeah. Systems, 100%. Systems and finances. I find <laughs> that touching the finances, I find that people are scared of money mm-hmm. and it's as simple as just opening up your bank account every day and looking at it because mm. it's going to get rid of that fear and you're going to know how much money's coming in. Yeah, it's like the scale thing, hey? Yeah. It's like don't weigh in week once a week, weigh in five to seven times and then the scale no longer yeah. has any power. Yeah. Yeah. And finances is definitely something. This, there's a big scarcity mindset into investing in your business, we find. Um, even with the little amount the VA is, like it's smaller than thousands and thousands and thousands, it's, oh, what if I put money in? It doesn't work. And it's mm. like, well, that's how business is. You yeah. Know? You need to fail to succeed. And systems and operations, some of the double handling we come across is just intense. And um, I I have a whole course on this, but basically if you're spending 10 minutes per client per day and you've got 20 clients, that's 200 minutes you're wasting yeah. on, a, on a faulty system. It's really, really simple to sort it out. And that's our scope of genius. Like we can help you with that, but that's definitely one of the main things. And then the last thing is people don't want to create content and it's just like, well, you have an online business. You need yeah. to make content. Yeah. You need yeah. to have a website. There's no way around it. And mm. I don't need a website. I've got traffic on my socials. It's like, okay, but where's the legitimacy? Like I know mm. when I look for a coach, I'm going on a website and I want to see yep. that. And when people look at my business, although my website's under construction, um, they look at my website to see what you do. It's just part of it. And I think it's too hard. They don't want to do it. There's this aversive like reaction to it. And it's just like, okay, we can do it for you. Um, but they're the three biggest things. I think the website thing's changed in the last few years. Mm. We, our, we used to teach, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Like, yeah. Landing, um, landing pages were big then. Yeah. What's the link tree? Link tree. Yeah. Um, and it was like, cool, have a medium account, a YouTube account yeah. and a landing page yeah. on lead pages. I think we used to use or yeah, whatever we, we, yeah, yeah, combination did, yeah. of. So they still had a place to go, mm. but it was like, this is probably enough. And then once the shutdowns happened yeah. and every coach became an online coach, it's like, yeah, nah, yeah. you've got to show that yeah. you're not on Loom doing, on Zoom doing star jumps, like show that you're at. You've business. been, yeah, you're serious about this and it's a real thing. Yeah, um, so you, that's something that's definitely changed in the last couple of years for you, sure. You can be a coach and you can love what you do, but you're a business owner now. I'm sorry, but you have the yeah. responsibility to be a business owner yeah, and right. you have to have a website. It's your only owned form of media. Mm. And what if Instagram shuts down tomorrow? It's very unlikely, but if it does. Yeah. We asked that. Um, we asked that. I don't question. want to swear on the podcast, but like, oh, oh, go you're for fucked, it, yeah. basically. Yeah, go for like, it. Like, people say the c word. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> but you are. Shout out to Shero. <laughs> and I think Chad like, as well. Yeah. <laughs> we had an incident. Um, uh, incident the other day. It wasn't really an incident, but I did a big feedback round. At the moment, I'm doing a, a lot of market research into coaching systems, so we can supply like a tiered system so for cost constraints what we recommend for your onboarding and what's going to save the most time and um i had a meeting with a couple they got a website through us and at the start i was like branding is really important Mm. and he pulled me aside in the call he was like i wish i listened to you sooner he was like as soon as we built a website that worked well 
we went from 20 to 75 clients. Yeah. And it's like, it's the little things that people don't look at. And so little one percenters that is going to build your business. Mm. Like, and on Instagram, I I know I get this as well. It's the constant questions that come through that takes up all your time. Mm. Put it on your website. Frequently asked questions. Mm. Whack it in there. Like the consistent, it's exhausting after a while, especially like sometimes your DMs just go off and you're like, oh my goodness, go to my website, go look. And if they're not doing that, then they're wasting their time by manually doing it so yeah i think um i think it's worth touching on too that like perception of what an online coach is mm. i put a little post up yesterday and i think you put up one like last week or something about like the idea that an online coach is just like i wake up i do 10 check-ins and then i'm free for the day to train and go to the beach and shit it's like we had a post on this yesterday too oh did you no <laughs> way um, went off <laughs> yeah yeah so like i was away over the weekend i obviously drove back to do the workshops and yep. stuff um, but like yesterday I did our meeting in a cafe and yeah. could see the beach and I was like, Oh, fancy online coach. Went yeah. and played golf at lunch break, but I also came home and worked till seven thirty because I had programs to yeah. get out and whatever. And then I was like, feels like it's been a busy day on my phone. Yeah. And then 250 messages come through yesterday. Yeah. And it's like PTs are like, oh, I don't want to create content. I don't yeah. want to whatever. It's like, there's a lot of money to be made. And when you mm-hmm. think about a cert for education mm-hmm. anywhere from even 50 grand mm. but 100 150 200 mm. grand like there's trade-offs that come with that like what mm-hmm. what other job in the world can you be like if i'm really productive for six to eight hours a day i can make two hundred thousand dollars a year yeah. it's like there's none mm. so <laughs> this expectation that like i can be productive for four mm. and still make that it's like mm, mm-hmm. maybe eventually but yeah, you kind of got to earn your stripes. I think people need to pay their dues, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I think there is this whole, the grass is greener on the other side. Mm. Online coach, it looks so much easier. And I'm like, yeah, it might be easier in the fact that you're not selling your time, but also you're getting going to get scrutinized for being online. There's content that you need to create. There's 24-7 communication with your clients. And just a prime example, I don't want to make content. Well, then outsource it. You're a business owner. Like, yeah. think like a business owner. Um, and that's mm. that's the really difficult transition that people go through. It's thinking like a business owner and putting on my business hat. Um, yeah. And That's something that we're going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even just the mentality of like, how do we not be this in five years? Yeah. So yeah. when we build something, it's yeah. like, are we replaceable in this? Mm-hmm. No, it's not good enough. Yeah. yeah. We need to... How do we make it that it is? Yeah. yeah, definitely get that. But yeah, there's this perception that it's a lot easier and it's not. Mm. It really isn't. And if you want to be successful, the barrier to entry alone in the fitness world is yeah. hard. But again, scarcity mindset. How many coaches are I said this the other day. How many coaches are there to people? Health is becoming so important in everyone's lives. Like you need to leverage that and look mm. at it. And I think with the passive income source that Mike was talking about and I mean, we built it out, you know, self-promo, but um, it. at the end of the day, we are in the, like, as a business owner, you need to think like one. We're in an economy right now where people aren't going to blow money on coaches, like, yeah. unless it's their number one priority. So, provide them a solution and be the person that provides that solution rather than just being like everyone else. Yeah. And I think thinking strategically like that is going to get you so much further and yeah it's going to be it's going to suck like being a business owner is so hard like working non-stop i mean prime example over here (laughs) 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 Um, working non-stop but if you leverage it and listen to what your clients want 
then you can actually go out for coffee and do nothing yeah. and chill yeah. out and yeah. have coaches that do it for you. Yeah. So, we talk about the having downtime that's actual downtime. Mm. Like it's not time that you're not working, that you're just anxious yeah. about the fact that mm-hmm. you're not working and it just becomes this mess. It's like mm-hmm. actually having, like you said, systems in place where it's like, no, 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 I know that those KPIs are done and mm. we're, we're all good. And honestly, it's as simple as setting a boundary. Like yeah. just set your boundaries early and don't be scared to. And that's something that we're really good at doing. We'll set it and we'll stick to it and we'll help our clients set it. Mm. And the more boundaries that they have, the more freedom you're going to have in business. It's so important. So do you help with that side as well? Like mentioning KPIs and stuff like... We do. So the way that we work is we do monthly strategy sessions. And Mm -hmm. when they come on board, we ask, where do you want to be in three months? Where do you want to be in six months? Like, what is your main goal? And something that we do offer, depending, sometimes we just have coaches that just need help. Mm. But sometimes it's like, okay, well, this is your end goal. And a really great one for this is in six months, I want to be off the gym floor. And then then it's us being like, well, why are you picking up more sessions? It's the constant reminder of like, why are you doing that? Let's work on something else. Like it's going to, you're going to lose money. You're going to, it's going to yeah. suck for a small period of time. But if this is your end goal, why are you doing this? And so we will have monthly strategy sessions and set out the week so they know what we're doing. Um, but again, having a VA is a brain to bounce an idea yeah. an idea off. And like we can just remind them, well, that's no, not where you want to be. So don't do that. I know it's quick cash, but yeah. let's move out of it kind of thing. So um, definitely just having someone to bounce ideas off. I mean, that's a few of them just have us to bounce ideas off. Like Me who closed my coaching because i had three spots left and then put five on by accident (laughs) stop it (laughs) we're booked out i'll just open them next week yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what percentage of people do you think are coming through uh i'm just curious like who's looking for this kind of service is it more people that want to fill their books Mm -hmm. or is it more people that have got a full book and are like i can't see where to now there's different life cycles so there's different we definitely get people at different stages in their journey a lot of the time it's just i'm so busy i just need some help um probably 60 percent are like that and Mm. then we get around 30 to 40 percent who are looking to build their business and understand that investing in some assistance is going to help them um but typically 60 percent of burnout books filled and just need a little bit of extra help Um, And that's basically where it sits at. I think the VA movement has been really, it's, I don't know the word for it, but a lot of business coaches are just saying, get a VA. And I think that's really pushing people to come to us. They're like, oh, my business coach said to get one. So they get one. And that's kind of where our clients are at now. Like they're really serious. Their books are mm. full and their business coach is like, well, there's an option. Here's yeah, what you can do. Yeah, yeah um, they've already spoken to someone yeah. that's encouraged it. Yeah. So a lot of them come in and they're like, I know exactly what I need. And then a couple of other people are just like, mm, I just need some help. Can you help me? So yeah. um, it's probably like a 60-40 though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and also it is really hard for me to like explain to you because our attention is so high that we don't really onboard lots of new people all the time um but definitely our coaches at the moment they had full books and now they're just filling them up again yeah um because they've got more time yeah it's interesting we talk a lot about Mm. how jason and i are complete opposites in almost everything we do yeah um i'm a very like take the leap and just fucking hope kind of person jason's probably leans into security a little bit more very calculated yeah which meant a lot longer on the gym floor yeah. myself yeah um doing pt and stuff so i guess like you've seen it jace in terms of having to take the income hit take a step back 
move forwards. Mm. I know you've talked about it before, but just like what that was like to have to actually be like, going to have to take the hit. I think if you know why you're taking the hit and you can see the, you know, the, where do you want to be in three to six yeah. months, 12 months, whatever, then it makes more, like it, it makes the hit kind of feel a little bit better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when we, when we had to take a couple of days off the gym f- floor to start mentoring people and stuff, it was like, oh, cool. This is how it fits in the bigger picture. Mm. Um, but at all times, like it's going to hurt. Yeah. Mm. I think you just got to like, you know, have the right procedures, systems, habits, you know, goals, all of those things to just go head down, bum up, make up the time and the money back. Yeah. You know? And then it's like you replaced yourself. Things are more efficient. Like no one looks back once it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I replaced that 500 bucks of income I lost on the gym floor. And now I, for two, like one hour of time or something, for example, like yeah. no one looks back after it's done. Yeah. And I actually have dinner and yeah yeah and you look yeah. back and you're like why didn't i do it earlier yeah yeah like why didn't i do this earlier yeah it's just fear it is and i like i i listen to a lot of podcasts and like the fear is never going to leave you just need to no. learn how to embrace it yeah like yeah. just embrace it like i'm shit scared all the time like oh my god yeah. what am i doing like is Try, this gonna uh, work have a mortgage and then you're fine because it's the same <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like yeah. Uh, the debt is the debt yeah but i also, just have to live with it it's the fear of also it's the same coaches like a lot of the coaches building are young they've got mm. no dependence like they've mm. got nothing to worry about in that yeah. sense go for it yeah the risk like, is this so is low your time yeah. yeah and yeah it's definitely risk first reward but it's in all the entrepreneur stories that they took the biggest risks in the world and look mm. at them now like yeah I, I think that awareness yeah. of like just what what could potentially happen mm. if it if it all went pear-shaped like yeah. if you just like oh, you'd be fine because you yeah. maybe maybe mm. still living at home, maybe renting, maybe you got no dependence, yeah. whatever. It's like, man, fucking go for it. There's almost yeah. so much value in like giving your absolute best and it not working too. That's yeah. the, that's the that one lesson. thing. Yeah. If yeah. people like, you know, Jackson was like, if you could do it again, what would you do? Yeah. That's the one thing I probably would have done. Fail harder. Just gone. Yeah. Like when I was living at home and mum would like yeah. wash my clothes and <laughs> fucking, you know, whatever. Mm. It's like if I failed and had no money, like I, there's still food and a roof over my head. Yeah. yeah. So I would have sent it so hard. It's just like now it's like I got a wife, I yeah, got a house. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's like we've got a life. The risks are much different. So yeah. it's like yeah. you, like we still take risks, but it's like yeah. you still are trading off like yeah. if it fucks up, like it's a, it's going to have a bigger ripple effect into other things. But like yeah. when you're young, it's like, fuck, man, what's the worst that's going to yeah. happen? Mm-hmm. Like just send it. I think what's crazy is like, and the way I look at things now, decision making stuff is like, okay, so if, if it's all, this all falls apart, yeah. what's absolute worst case scenario is like, and go back to the gym and make two grand a week. I always think about that too. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> just go back to PT and I'll pay my bills. <laughs> well, I read on the new, I read on, uh, I don't know how true it is, but it was like you can make seven hundred fifty dollars a day as a traffic management yeah. person. Yeah, seven hundred fifty dollars yeah. a day. Yeah, just stand yeah. there with a the sign. Yeah, it's also an employee's <laughs> world right now. So yeah. like, fails, you get yeah. them straight up. Yeah. But also, like, um, it's oh god, I'm losing my train of thought so much today. It's been a big today, week. Eh? <laughs> it's been a big week. <laughs> it's been a big week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I stopped thinking what if, yeah, and mm. I just started thinking in the present. Mm. Yeah, and then that's when everything kind of changed for me. I I remember like when the business was scaling, and no one talks about this, but you want your business to grow, but no one talks about what comes with it and mm. yeah. the mental health that comes with it and the anxiety and. When I was told to go into a company, like my accountant basically forced me. He was like, you need to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I hired the team and I had team on casual contracts. 
I will never forget the day I felt like my life was crashing down on me. And I was like, oh my God, like I cannot do this. And mum's like, you've got no choice. Mm-hmm. And ever since that day, I was like, I've got no choice. Like I've got to do mm-hmm. this. Like, yeah. and this is the way it's got to be. And the same thing when I turn them into full-time contracts. And I know this is a completely different ballpark to being a coach, but when they're on a full-time, I got to pay them. Like mm-hmm. you got to pay them. And it's as soon as I did it, my business changed because yeah. there were more hours in the day for them to work on the business too. So it's so, so scary, but I always, I don't know, Ned Brockman, get uncomfortable being, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I just r- ride on that now. Yeah. If it doesn't scare me, it's not good, not enough. good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the way that I've come around to it. But in saying that, I still get scared. I think it's normal. Yeah. But I this and I, I come across so many coaches. I'm like, you guys have so much potential. Just go all in. Like, just go mm-hmm. all in. Like, it's all you need mm-hmm. to do. I think if you if you have some like vision, direction, clarity, like Mm. it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. To to just like go, I'm gonna get off the gym floor, but not have an idea of what the fuck to do. Yeah. Then that's not appealing at all. Yeah. It's like I can just stay at the gym, make five grand a week or whatever. Yeah. Invest in someone that's done it before you and listen to them. Mm. Like just keep investing in your business. Yeah. Yeah. And actually take action. It's easy to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta do it. Yeah, it's, you gotta do this shit. Yeah, you gotta do the. Yeah. You gotta do. We always say the thing. It's like you gotta do the fucking thing. Yeah, like, yeah. You can only outsource so much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, that's you can take a nice system and all yeah. of this stuff, like you know, um, but it's like you have to apply it and yeah. you gotta put the effort in, you know, all the time, hundred yeah. percent of the time. And it's like the system is there to make sure that it runs smooth and like you know, there's less kinks and stuff. But it's like it's not gonna replace your work, your your ability to apply your mm. work ethic and stuff. Like you still have to show up every day yeah the machine only works if you start it Mm. so yeah 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 so we had a we subconsciously i think had that discussion without even having it i think we all had it with ourselves not necessarily with each other kind of last year we sort of thought yeah after covid like we should see this rocket ship Mm -hmm. and we had a a couple of big failures and step back and we're just like fuck yeah like we've been at this a long time Mm-hmm. It hasn't responded the way that it's gonna, mm-hmm. and now it's like, is this it or not? Mm-hmm. And we all sort of had to go yeah. test those waters and ask that question, and then mm-hmm. like it was just nah, pivot. This is it. We're fucking going, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's been really, really good since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's an interesting, interesting concept for people that maybe haven't failed yet. Yeah, that it is scary. Yeah, it's and it's so an ego hit too. Mm. Yeah. It's like I've tried so much and like we come across it so much. It's like it's not the end. It's just a learning yeah. curve. Small business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. People don't talk. It's like it's just fucking taking hits, man. It's just like being on fire and yeah. not trying to put it out. It's <laughs> like running around with it. It's crazy. It's like having a like a, a like a jaw that's like made out of concrete. Yeah. So you get hit and you're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. What's next? But I think the, the angle that I kind of take is like you almost – a lot of the people we work with, yeah. the worst value they've had is like, oh, I lost six to 10 sessions in a week. Mm. It's like it feels like the world's falling apart. Mm. They haven't hit bottom hard enough mm-hmm. and come back to know they can. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I was actually fine. Yeah. And yeah. like, I, even in those situations, like you said, people don't look back. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I lost 10 sessions and that's all they think about. And then it happens again and they don't go, this has happened before. It's fine. Yeah. So it's like the, the bigger the values, I know it's cliche, like, you learn from your failures and yeah. stuff, but it's like you actually have to go through that sometimes to be like, oh, okay, like yeah. I can rebound out of a really big fail because what most trainers do is stay in that safety net of yep. they're not failing ever, mm-hmm. but they're not really succeeding ever either. It's they're just like I'll take on those two extra clients, which means I can't do the work 
So the other thing that's scary because it might not work. Yeah. But I can just take this easy thing that I'm comfortable with. So I never have to feel that. Yeah. And I think like the best businesses have so much failure. Like, and you guys probably get it too. Like people look at my success and they're like, oh my God, how'd you do it? I'm like, girl, (laughs) like it was like I was on fire the whole time. Like it was up and down like a yo-yo. Yeah. But you still come out the other end anyways. Like either way, you've got to go through it to get out of it. Mm. So definitely agree with that one. Do you have many people come in their first six months or before they start that are yeah. like, I want to kick this off the yeah. right way? Yeah. More yeah. Like and I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Because uh, we, we do a kit called the Ultimate Startup Kit. So yeah. we like build out websites, social media um, and logos. And then we do spreadsheets, terms and conditions and products. Yeah. Basically like build the little online space for them. Um and some of them come through the door and some of them just go out flying and yeah. it's so good to watch. And then we've got some people after six to 12 months, but I think getting your branding right at the very start to reflect who you are is so yeah. important. Mm. So it's really awesome. I love it. I love working with new coaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. So we got asked last week on the yeah. podcast, what would you do differently yeah. if we did it all again? And like yeah. Jay said, taking more risks early. Yeah. And we sort of said like, <clears throat> I don't know... My thing was like I'd probably seek small business more. Yeah. Because there was yeah. no you mm-hmm. 12 years ago when we nah. started. Like None of that didn't stuff. exist. No. So, try, and, try and yeah. work out if it worked or not. But uh, yeah, the thought of walking in now mm-hmm. with all of that, like this is all awesome. Mm-hmm. I just have to do the thing. Yeah. As we said before, like fuck. It, it makes me excited. I'm not even doing it. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, a lot, bit, lot less burned out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So before we keep going, I just want to give you guys a little message about our Standout PT program. So Standout PT has been designed for personal trainers who want to sustain a long-term career in fitness, but right now they're sick of chasing clients, they're not making enough time for money, and they're super frustrated with the results that they're getting in their business, and they can't see themselves being here in three to five years' time. If you want to know more about the Standout PT program, head to stcfitlearning.com. Head to programs and all the details are there and you can book in your free exploration call where we can have a look and see whether or not that would actually be a suitable program for where your business is at right now. And back to the episode. So VA, then you've obviously got the media side of things. Yeah. So it's five divisions. Mm -hmm. So there's VA, which we've got an app in as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we've got graphic design, which kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. We've got digital products and assets. So that's all of our spreadsheets, PDFs. We work with specialists. So for example, this year we're dropping like a menstrual guide, pee and postnatal guide, supplement guide, all of that kind of stuff. Um, You send us your branding, we brand it for you. It looks like you wrote it. Um, And we have all of that spreadsheets, the whole area. And then we've got VA, I'm having a mind blank of what we've got. We've got an online course. So one huge thing is operations and finances. So I worked with an accountant to launch a Fitbiz Fundamentals course, yeah. basically teaching you how to manage your tax, how to manage your super operations, personalities, deep diving into personalities because that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's its own little component. And then the last one is obviously we're a turnkey service provider for my strength book. So we've just launched that little well, – we're launching that little division in about – 10 days, I think. Yeah. Sweet. So that'll be already launched when this comes out. And yeah. they would have heard from Mike last week. So if you liked what you heard <laughs> and you want to launch it, um, that's something that I think would be cool for us to, to kind of open up with as well. So 
we talk a lot about like mm. what a waste having a waiting list is. Yeah. And like mm. it just it makes no sense and it's such an ego driven thing to be yeah. like, I've got a wait list as a PT. Yeah. So this new direction that's become available yeah. well at least to us. It's yeah. not something that we've seen a plug and play kind of model like this. Yeah. For that touch free that's not a shit downloadable mm. PDF. Yeah. No offense to anyone mm. that does that, but for us, it's like it doesn't hit our values. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, coming on with my strength book and obviously we're going to be moving into that side mm. of the business and looking at touch-free, lower yeah. price point. Yeah. Stuff. Passive income. Yeah, for we sure. We want it. Mm. So, where do you think a coach needs to be in their business to be successful going down that road? They need to have their online business established a hundred percent you need to have and we get a lot of coaches like, i just want to do the passive income it's like no have yeah. an offer like have a premium offer yeah. because it's just if it's too expensive it's an upsell yeah it's, if they want to go up they go up the pyramid yeah. and it's i always say i think you need to set up your business first i think you need to run a little bit first because this is not people aren't going to find the value out of it if they're not with you one-to-one or mm. if you don't have clients one-to-one. Mm. And that's also where your testimonials accrue too. And that's yeah. where your brand yeah. recognition accrues. So you need to work on brand awareness as well. Yeah, it's super interesting. Like I think Jamie presented on the weekend yeah. with the tiers. Yeah. And like tier zero was social media. Yeah. Tier one was like low cost entry level mm-hmm. kind of product. Then tier two was essentially coaching for yeah. most people that were listening. And then tier three was like super premium, very mm. expensive kind of product. I think people need to start at tier two, mm-hmm. build that product out, make it really good, mm-hmm. whether that's face-to-face or online. I am th- I ebb and flow on this, but I th- at the moment, my mindset is like some time face-to-face allows you to be a way better online coach. You can definitely go straight there, but I think getting I- some reps in face-to-face helps more so from a communication standpoint. I'm not a coach, but I think you need to do your time on the floor yeah. to build an online business. Yeah. Lived experience is so different to practice, like yeah. studying Such a better something. Yeah. The hardest part's drawing on experience. Yeah. Because it's actually harder to solve problems online. Mm. So you having a bank of yeah. problems that you've solved in the past, it's like, I've seen this. Yeah. This is what we did and it worked. Yeah. And having that quick solution for someone that you don't see twice a week yeah. that you can figure it out together you've mm. got to be problem solving pretty much straight away so i think it's super valuable so yeah building out you got that the reps face to face then you've got that online yeah happening mm-hmm. do you think you need to be at capacity or you just like bringing in some business and you've got some kind of predictability with your online before you go into i think subscriptions there's two s- separate ones so the first one is if you're a face-to-face coach the passive source is great to have because it's an easy upsell yep have a program yeah doesn't yep. cost like 90 bucks a week yeah and the second one is i think that you do need to be at the point where you're making enough money and you're like okay what can i do to make more money mm-hmm. and that's where it, it really boils down to a case-by-case basis but i think you do need to be quite established and i it's it's so so easy. Ask your clients what they want. Ask your clients if the prices are too high. Put it on your stories and ask. And if your clients want it and demand it, then what's stopping you from doing it? Like yep. there's no way to know the accurate time to do it. But I do think passive income is something that needs to be earned too. You really need yeah. to do have your one to one space and then you can launch it. Yeah. Um but yeah, all 
all different. I would recommend full books or just before full looking for a way to make more income and step back a little bit. That's the best time to launch. And do they have to, when you say full book, does that have to be in the online space or they've got a full book face-to-face and they just want a passive online income? Yeah, both. I think face-to-face... You see them once a week. Why not offer them something more, a little bit more consistent yeah. and offer them something a little bit cheaper? I mean, they're already paying, what is it, 100 bucks, 45 minutes or something these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, offer them something for 20 bucks a week. Yeah. Here's yeah. my app. It's a better experience and they're more likely to convert into a one-to-one online client. Yeah. Um, so looking at it in that sense. But if you are strictly an online coach, where's your capacity? Where are you sitting? Do you feel like you can put in any more effort? If you mm. can't, look for another way to make a revenue stream. Yeah. And I think um, having from the very start, having the mindset of I need more revenue streams, how can I do this? Um, it's going to help you out immensely. Quality control. Yeah. For me, I was like, I've made a couple of mistakes in the last few weeks. Like yeah. people logged in on Monday and it was like, hey, I don't have a program. I'm like, fuck. Like it's, there's a few of those mm-hmm. kind of things come up and I'm like, okay, if I just keep bringing people on at the rate I'm bringing people on, yeah. that's going to happen more frequently. Mm. Retention is going to go down. Price points are not going to be as good. Yeah. Referrals, like at the moment, my business is hugely, mm. the growth has been off the back of a lot of referrals. So it's like, I need to keep that quality. Mm. So jump off the high horse and actually invest in something that you don't need to put time into. Yeah. The idea of, I think a lot of coaches are just like, oh, I'll just bring more people on. It's like, you've got to have yeah. some kind of quality it control built in. Always breaks down. Yeah. Always breaks down. It, it, it's stop bringing on more clients you can't handle it already yeah like there needs to be a point and I know money's good it tastes so good to have <laughs> yeah but you, you want to have a quality service you want to provide the service that you want to get so that's when you're like okay I need to do something it's probably a great point for you now to be like okay I need to do something different yeah 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 for sure yeah how do you balance your quality control with your clients like have you been in a position where you've thought like I know you've turned up and turned down marketing. Um, points where you're like, I'm busy. I I feel like I've uh I don't know I don't feel like I'm I've had a position where the quality controls dropped to the point where like the the alarm bells have kind of peaked mm-hmm. recently. I know when I first made the transition like full time online coaching, like my mm-hmm. day was just fucked. <laughs> just did not know how to organize a yeah. day, yeah. and yeah. I was yeah. like, and then yeah, just like didn't know how to organize. <laughs> the tasks in the week. Yeah. So then shit just wasn't getting done. How are you going with task organization now? Uh, like for, for the stuff that I need to do inside mm. the business, no problem. Yeah. On the business, a little bit of a room for improvement. Yeah. You know, all that stuff you were talking about before, I was like, we need to do all of that and we don't. <laughs> Not all of it and we don't, but you know what I mean? So I think like the, from that perspective, like shit wasn't getting done, but it was just because I wasn't like organizing my time yeah. you know, really well. So yeah, like I think the quality of the service has been okay. You know, yeah. it's been quite good. But I think that comes down to, you know, us looking at the procedures that we do have and how we delivered the service. Mm. Yeah, the systems thing's huge. Yeah. Do you yeah. ask for operational feedback over testimonials? Yeah, we yeah. have feedback, what, like bi-annually? We kind yeah. of yeah. quarterly to me. Yeah, yeah. Yearly. And we do like a, was it like project excellence? So we just like yeah. go through yeah. from start to finish. It's like this is shit, that is shit, Yeah. You know? Because yeah, it's good. It's always there's always a bit of positive. Yeah, yeah. you've um, always got this idea in your head what good coaching is, but it's your client telling you yeah, what it is. Yeah, too. yeah. So it yeah. also like what I think I do actually. Uh, sometimes like the ones I have a really good relationship with, I'm like, tell me, yeah, if it's shit, yeah, you know, mm. like I'm I need you to tell me. Yeah, 
And I've got a couple where they're just like, oh, this ain't that good. Mm. You know, and I'm like, yeah. okay, we can't fix that right now. Yeah. But thank you for letting me know. And then other ones get like, an oh, app. this get is... An app. Get yeah, an app. this get is going to... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So... Spreadsheets. <laughs> the app one was a big one. It was like, yeah. you know, the spreadsheets are shit, mm. basically. It was just like clunky, whatever. And we were like, okay, we're going to sort this out. Just not right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think having like a couple of people that are really honest is good. We don't stand out as well. It's like, yeah. tell me if the workshop's not good. Yeah. You know, so I think asking for feedback, as you've said mm. very often, is... It's yeah, like yeah. a hard pill to swallow because it's your baby, like you said, but it's like you, it's it's just there to make you better in the long run. I get excited for feedback, hey? I used to be so scared of it. Now I mm. eat it for breakfast. Like, mm. tell me what's wrong with my business and I'll yeah, fix it. Yeah, make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Make it better. Yeah. And I think if, as soon as you flip that mindset, you're like, mm. tell me what's wrong and I'll fix it. People will love you so much more. Like, your clients will yeah. be like, oh well, my the goodness, value, they actually care. The like, value increases then because if they're yeah. used to this and you make it better, then they just they get more. Yeah. yeah. So, it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, and it turns into even... You can even take that approach with coaching. It turns into like that collaborative type. Mm. Like I say to every single client that comes on now, like I train people that are, I reckon the newest client I have to the gym is like three years. Mm. So it's like, you know your way around a gym. Yeah. You know what you like. Mm. You know what works. You know yeah. what's good. So if you get a program for me and you don't like it, just tell me. Mm. Like there's no, there's nothing in there that's like. Oh my like, God, I'm so lethal with that with my coach. Yeah. I hate this <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's not going to hurt my feelings if you say like, hey, this isn't. Like this superset yeah. shit because one's over here and one's on the other yeah, side. Yeah, it's not gonna work for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, there's no issues with that, and I think it's the same with business. Mm. It's like if we go in and run a workshop, whether it's internally or externally, it's like mm. I need to know from you guys what you want. Yeah, I'm here to learn from you. You're here to learn from me. Yeah, how mm. do we make this the best thing that it could possibly be? Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've got like guys that have done three, four, maybe even five rounds of yeah. our. PT program and it's yeah. like every workshop's like fuck this is so much better than the last one Yeah, it's always the ones that don't tell you what would make it better because sometimes mm. they just don't know they're just yeah. like oh this was awesome well now it's more yeah. awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, so there yeah. is a bit that you like obviously can't just rely on the yeah. client feedback as well it's like yeah. you have to develop it but the best way to do that is to have a team yeah because you're stuck in the trench yeah, yeah yeah seeing other things yeah yeah and that's the the like i'm very lucky that i have a team and you guys are too but they see things that you don't mm. and i another that's what a va provides you as well like they can see things that aren't working that you might not see too so yeah 100 yeah, there's yeah. like there's no success in being alone like you need to have people around you and when i say that people are like oh, i can't afford a team it's like contractors like mm. vas accountants bookkeeper like i literally live on speed dial of my account and bookkeeper because they see things that I don't see. Yeah. And it's like having a team like that, it just helps so much for you to identify the areas that need improvement. Mm. Um, but yeah, quality control is really hard. Death by growth is yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Um, and we see a lot of people go through it because it's, you're so excited. You want to take on all these clients and oh my goodness, but now I can't keep up with it. And it's like, business is supposed to be slow like you're supposed to steady yeah steadier and raise your prices like if there's a way at least raise it it'll get the people out that don't want to pay yeah so and that's a hard thing too yeah Mm. and i think from our own experience and i think a lot of pts would experience this too is Mm. just like you have an idea of a thing you want to and that's the term that's why it goes wrong is plug in to your business it's like let's do this yeah and you kind of forced it into yeah. what's already there and then like yeah, you look back in your business and you're like what the fuck is this yeah and yeah. that's why like i said we had the website review and yeah. it was like this just looks like you've had seven ideas 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's all just been kind of put yep. together, not step back and start from scratch and work your way all the way through. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah. Because if I read it as a new person, it makes yeah. zero fucking sense. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. It's and like you sending me one of your spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his weak color? Um, that, that, the exact same thing happened to me because my business is so big. Like there's so many divisions, but they all fit like a puzzle. But mm. they are so separate. And I had to invest thousands of dollars for people to help me streamline that message that we've got. Yeah. And... Like when I tell people about them, they're like, oh yeah, that fits. But then other people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. what is your business? I don't understand. So I had to invest a lot of money with some mentors to like help me actually get the messaging right. And I mean, it's it's paid off in the end, yeah. but it is because I had so many ideas and of course they all fit together and I'm sure the ideas do fit together. But if you don't articulate it in a way, it's overload for the consumer yeah. and it's just too much fatigue trying to decide and you need to draw it back and start again. So I think what's so interesting and probably so challenging, particularly for yourself, mm. is most people, you're selling pe- something that people don't even know that they need. Yeah. So it's like, what's the pain point? triggers them to realize Mm. this would be valuable to them yeah Mm. it's a really like we experience it with personal trainers like you can tell straight away in the dms where someone's at or we have a a scorecard yeah stcfitlearning.com forward slash scorecard and you're like (laughs) you get scores back and you're like i've seen your profile bro like you're not i'm scoring like 85 maybe 90 on it and you're scoring 99 and like I'm looking at your profile, no website, no yeah. like ecosystem, no nothing, and it's like yeah, I'm fucking the best. Yeah. It's like compared to the standards mm-hmm. that you've got, you just don't know that there's yeah a whole mm-hmm. other level you that know, you yeah. haven't seen before. Yeah, and like trying to sell to that person who doesn't even know that that's a thing to then see value in it. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it was it was really, really hard at the start of the journey. And I think something that I struggle with is I'm not a coach. Like I'm mm. not a fitness professional. I'm a consumer of the industry and that's how it all came to be. Yeah. And I think that in some point was my strong, my strongest area. It's still a weakness, but it's one of my strengths because I can tell you what your client wants because I'm that client. Mm. And like, mm. I'm very lucky to have that perception of it. And I'm not biased um, yeah. with that, but... It definitely was so hard and I had to leverage different marketing methods in order to grow the business like that. So I really leveraged the power of like influencers, social media. And at the start, I was giving away so many free products. I was like, free product for a shout out. You know, it was like five yeah. people every single month to do it. But then that's when the word of mouth happened and the referrals and they're like, oh, you actually fix a problem. Like yeah. you fix a problem. And something that really helped me too is I just cut the bullshit and I was like, this is your problem. I can fix it like yeah. in the mm. post itself. And that really helped too. So that was definitely something we struggled with is telling people how and why they need us. Yeah. When yeah. you've got a problem, they don't even know they have. Exactly. Yeah, just like wild. VA, like they're like, oh, do I need that? I was like, yeah, yeah. everyone needs it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So, what's the future for you guys? Where do you three to five year? I would so uh, like obviously we're taking on this new division, and I think that's going to be a huge opportunity for our business. It's going to drastically change the way that we do things, and with the app development that's coming, 
it's definitely going to help us through all our spaces with streamlining and having mm. them systems. But really developing the VAs, we do have a separate page for VAs because it is such a division on its own um, and just leveraging that. But I think the ideal would be to go a little more down the app route and have all of our products accessible on an app rather than purchasing one-offs yep. and having like a bit of a resource subscription. subscription. Yeah. yeah. Um, but honestly, we're still in the building phase. Like yeah. I'm still so saying young, yes to like what I can. Couple of years old. Yeah, mm. I'm just still saying yes to what I can and what I can't. And yeah, I, I mean, I do have a plan without giving too much away. But um, it's just growing and developing the business. Like we're still in the early stages, early, early, early. But yeah. um, I would definitely was given the idea to go to create an app and it's been sitting on the back of my mind, like brewing, like how can I make this work? How can I pull all my divisions into something yeah. like that? So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. So one thing you spoke about, what's up guys? Another quick break. I just wanted to jump in and tell you guys, remind you guys about the STC Fit Learning Mentorship. Now, our mentorship has been running since about 2016, where we've developed trainers through their first year of business in personal training and allowed them to leapfrog the first five years of mistakes that we made. If you're currently studying, looking to finish in the next month or so, or you're looking for someone to help you out with mentoring and all that kind of stuff, jump on, have a look at the details for the mentorship at stcfitlearning.com. Head to programs and mentorship and all the details are there. And you can come and be an STC Fit coach for an entire year. It includes all of our education and direct mentoring from our head coaches. Back to the episode. At the industry night last week that really pricked up my ears. Mm. And we actually asked the question that you said before, like um, what happens if Instagram shuts down and yeah. we all just uncomfortably shifted in our chairs and then moved on. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, fuck. Um, was the email marketing side of things. Yeah. And I think it's probably the most, even internally with yeah. our own business and like everyone else, the most underutilized. Yeah kind of concept and we don't value the email list yep. as an asset enough. Yep. So if I was a PT who was like, cool, I know an email list is a thing and I need yep. to create one Yeah, and I've had that thought, what would you be your advice to kind of get started down that path? Lead, a lead generator. Mm -hmm. So something to download for free to get people on the list. Yeah. 100%. And James Smith grew his business from an email marketing list. Yeah. Like that's basically how he grew so big. Um, it's definitely like I was very much like didn't understand the importance of it until I hired someone and they were like, girl, what are you doing? Like yeah. you've got to get it. And the conversion on email marketing is out of this world. Like it's our strongest tool for booking calls. Yeah. It's out of this world. And I think um, it's have a free resource for someone to download. You know, it shows them that you're willing to give something to them. Mm. People aren't going to buy into you if they don't trust you. Get them on the list and nurture the list. Like just email. And as I was saying, like at the event, I, God, I, I sent emails about like spilt coffee and like behind the brand and days in our life and how things are going wrong and actually nurture the client because they'll tend to, they'll love reading it. They mm. want to know about your business. Like, being behind the brand and understanding who is involved in your business, people love that stuff. And it just goes to show like when I post a day in the life, people love it. Um, but like when we post like a behind the brand, people absolutely love it. Like, oh my God, they're like, I love knowing who you guys are. And so we do that through the email marketing and then we nurture on it. So let's just say going to content pillars, we post 
last month we had um, the theme of saving time um, and because time saving time and adding value are our two key messages um, we posted something online and then we just drew into that in the email and we just wrote out more and then we gave away a free resource and that was the way to do it but um, from the very very start that's the biggest mistake I made I didn't have an email marketing list from the very start and I regret it immensely because of the power of it mm, yeah um, and I did a lot of education. I read a lot of books. Oh my God, I read so many books. I bought five with me. It was supposed to be like a three-day trip. Like, Are you a Kindle person or like nah, an actual? I need a book. Oh, damn. <laughs> I can't Kindle. Yeah. I, I just want to have a library. We got like <laughs> two weeks into four weeks in Europe. Yeah. And I had a bag full of books and I was like, I'm buying a fucking Kindle. Just packing yeah. them was like, I'm done. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I get it. I get it. And um, I wanted to educate myself on it. I yeah. wanted to really learn about email marketing and I read probably four or five books and I learned so much. And then I started using that in practice and like it just paid off so much. And I, I was saying an example, like if you know how to draft up an email, um, I drafted up this email and there were four specific things that I put in it. So at the start, I put them on the spot with a question. I was like, have you actually done anything for your business this year? Like, mm. what are you doing for it? Second, I told them about what we're offering. Third, I told them the results of a client. They quadrupled their investment in the first month. And five, I gave scarcity. I was like, we've got eight spots left. And within three hours, we booked the entire eight spots out plus a few more. And I was like, oh my God, like, how are we going to do this? Because I forgot to cap the bookings. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's so, so powerful. Like, it's honestly crazy. I never believed it. And now it's just out of this world. Like, I love it. It's great. Yeah. I think as a consumer, like, you open so few emails that you just, you think that they're not valuable. The one that hit me in the face in your presentation mm. was just like, um, I can't remember the way the word was phrased. It was just like, who do, what name do you see in your emails like multiple times yeah. that if you wanted something you would buy it yeah so I'm who like, who are the three main businesses that you see in your emails we can all yeah. name three off the top mine yeah. are like makeup companies I'm like God, well, lots of golf stars so yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack Oliver is number one every time <laughs> like who are the three people you see all the time yeah. and when you have a problem who do you think of as yeah, soon you as you do the, that yeah. like that's the power of it and it is not the client's responsibility to remember you mm. it's your responsibility to remind them and we get we get this a lot and it's like I don't want to be annoying. It's like who fucking cares? Like, like who cares is. if you're annoying? They can unsubscribe. Yeah. Other people might be loving it. Like, yeah. and just don't look at the unsubscribe rate. Like, obviously you need to look at it. But don't look at it yeah. that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you're self sabotage. But it's like one person's gold mm. is another person's trash. And yeah. if yeah. people are loving your emails and just educate through them, like. I remember listening to a podcast with Jane Smith and he was like, I was talking about potatoes and sweet potatoes. Like he was like, I was just talking about flexible dieting and people grew to love him because mm. he just posted normal shit. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, love it. Huge, huge advocate for it now. We're actually a partner with an email marketing company. So we do like links to get discounts for clients and we use it in all areas of our business now. Like it's a non-negotiable every single week. Mm. We send an email, just one email every week. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying you've almost like the nerd use the word nurturing mm. so it's like um one of our someone we used to work with talked about it was like give the cheese three times and then sell or something like that something yeah so of. we but do a yeah. four-week cycle yeah. so week one and two it's just like you're nurturing you always put a call like dump on a call at the end like free call whatever mm. it is um for the first three weeks, make sure you're just not selling, 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 selling. So you're yeah. just like a bot. Mm. And then like the last week, put in something that 
no one else can get because they're on your email marketing list, you know? The first eight people can get the yellow bird code or something like that and, yeah. like, give something and call mm. them to action. Yeah. So um, it, it does take a little bit of time and I think personalizing your email as well is something that a lot of people don't do. It's like, just put the personalized button at the top. Ashley is like, oh, hi. Like, yeah. okay, I'll talk to you. Um, and learning how to write it. And there's so much give and take, but it's just trial and error. Like, it's just, are they going to read the longer emails? Or are they going to read the three-order emails? Yeah. You know, so. What's your, what would be your primary metrics that you're looking at for a success rate? Like, is it ultimately just sales or how mm-hmm. do you determine an email campaign is working? It would definitely be the conversion. Mm. at the end um and it's very specific the way that we set it up so we have a full-on month plan of how we're going to convert on the emails um but i definitely look at the cost so the cost of sending out an email compared to having a staff member spend two hours on a social media post is very Mm. very different yeah it's very very cheap um, so doing it that way and looking at that conversion, um, open rates as well, definitely looking at the times of day. So like Tuesday, six or, t- um, 11 AM, like the Australian standards mm-hmm. of like the most emails opened, um, and Sunday nights really, really popular as well. So looking at that, um, but I look at it more as how do I get people in this email? And I look at that. So is my lead generator working? No, let's put something else up and let's see who downloads that. And that's what I look at. And then if they open their emails, that's all well and good. Um, And definitely the click rate. I love the click rate as well. They click in on the links that they downloading and doing all that stuff. Yeah. I think um, because we've done it sporadically Mm. and I think knowing personal trainers, Mm. Um, and, and we say this a lot and all the time is like if I was to tell you if you picked up the phone a thousand times yeah. that you would have a full book for the next year yeah. you'd all do it Yeah, it's the unknowing yeah. what person's going to say yes what person's not how is all mm. this going to play out that sort of seems mm. to cause an issue Um, and then the same with the email thing it's like oh the a successful open rate is what like 20% you're killing yep. it sort of thing mm-hmm. and I think a lot of PTs will see that and be like oh this isn't fucking working like it's a waste of time the same way they do mm. I made three reels and no one signed up it's a waste mm. of time yeah. like that understanding it's like I ate healthy for a week and I didn't lose yeah. five kilos yeah, like yeah. it's literally the same thing yeah. you just got to consistently do it yeah. yeah and I think as a face to face coach you're so you you can create that one one to one effort. It's like yeah. I know if I call five people, three will answer, and I'll get this. Whereas online's yeah. way less predictable. Yeah. So just understanding that it takes time, repeat effort, mm-hmm. same as content, same as DM, same as whatever it is, whatever strategy. Mm. You just have to keep showing up. Even if you don't want to write out an email, just write a little blurb and make a loom video and chuck it in there. Like people will click mm. on it and watch it. Like. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just consistency. Like every post you post online, no one's gonna see it. Like one yeah. percent yeah. of your following is going to see it. So why are you opting for that over an email marketing source? Like yeah, yeah. doesn't That's make any point. sense to me. Like yeah. great point. And I I was the exact same. I was like, I hate email marketing. I don't wanna do it. And then um like my mentor consultant at the time was like, You've gotta do this and ever since I've done it, it's just changed yeah. everything. Like I've never heard someone do it consistently and not say that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Like we will book. Like if we put our offers in our emails, we'll book out our books quicker than what we do on social media because people yep. don't see it because there's so much. Yeah, they're just saturated. On there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Content and they're, they're in your email marketing list because they want to be, and yeah. we we use it very um, strategically now. Like we have our segments and 
if you come on board as a VA client, we have 12 weeks of educational emails for the VA client to be on the email. So mm. they want to open up the emails too. And we have special offers in that 12 weeks and then we have it for different areas of the business as well. So um, there's so many things that you can do with it. Yeah. So many things. Do you have like, um, so say someone opts into a specific resource, mm-hmm. do you have a specific ML campaign yeah. that'll follow that? Yeah. Yeah. So on the VA page, it's a VA segment. Yeah. Um, and then on the creative side, it's just all the same. Yeah. Yeah. We've got multiple different email marketing lists. Yeah. <laughs> Literally yeah. all over the place now. It's like download this and have this and um, everything. So we've also set up like the automation from Jotform that'll activate them into active campaign and then they'll get their onboarding email and all their information. And for example, at like the Passive Income Project, we've... Um, once they sign up, they fill in the job form, they'll get the automated um, email with the PDF in the email. If they miss it, the book and call will come through a week later. Yeah. And all of that's done for us online. So we've moved into client experience as well with email marketing too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's something we've just added to mm. to our yeah. standout PT programs. Like when you join, yeah. you get, I think it's a six email series of like yeah. the feature of this, the feature yeah. of that. Because we're finding like people were our onboarding has got better, but they are still getting a little bit lost as to like where yeah. everything is. And it's like, yeah. this is how to make the most of it. If you suck here, go here. If you yeah. suck here, go here. Um, and yeah, feedback has been really positive for and that. If you so don't far. know how to do it, just get, go on bloody click up or no, not click up, air tasker. Like, yeah. Someone who can use Zapier. <laughs> yeah. Tell them what you need. Yeah. Um, makes it so much easier, but yeah, even probably like, just ask chat GPT now. Oh, we love Possibly. GPT. Yeah. That was my oh, next my question. God. Yeah. Thoughts, feelings, because like the f- scared people yeah. will look at your business and be like, oh, they're the ones that are screwed. And yeah. I think it's the opposite. Yeah. So how do you feel about We're it? We're using it to our advantage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like all of our captions on our design page are through ChatGPT. Yeah. We just chug it in and it pops it out. Yeah. I think I'm not scared of it. Might as well just use it and make yeah, it better. Like, yeah. There's always going to be a need for an assistant somehow. There's always going to be a need. Yeah. You just need to adapt and look at where it's going. Even if that going. is just someone's and better at using ChatGPT than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, it comes back to time. Yeah. Do you yeah. have the time to do it? No, we do. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we still write up everything manually, of course, but different things are like, we'll just whack it in. Who cares? Yeah. Like, it's fine. And like, it, like, yeah, we leverage stuff like that. We're not scared of it. Like, what do all. you think is the secret to using it well? Cause I speak to a lot of PTs and mm. they're like, Oh shit, I'd put this in. And it's <laughs> like, no, you just didn't communicate correctly. That's I, usually the, the problem. Yeah. Understanding what your key message is in the post yeah. and understanding who you're identifying, but then just editing it. If you don't mm. like the way that it's written, yeah. the bulk of it's done. On it. Yeah. Edit it. Yeah. 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 It's that simple. Like AI can only do so much <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. at the moment. Um, it will change the world in the end, but yeah. use it to your advantage. If you don't know how to write something on your website, whack it in there. Mm. See mm. How, how it goes. More questions? Mm. Happy days? I'm good. Awesome. Amazing. Where do we find you? MA services. Mm-hmm. I've got three Instagram pages. <laughs> um, we complain with two. Now we say that's a lot of work because you said we have two websites <laughs> and that was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need one for each page. Yeah. Uh, no, we have three pages. So at MA Services, at MA Services VA and at MA Design. And mm-hmm. then our website's just www.maservices.com.au. But don't look at it at the moment because we're doing under it construction. up. construction. And it's under construction. I actually thought it was pretty good. Thank you. I sent it to these guys and said it was good. 
We look at it now, we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot wait for the new one to launch. Yeah, once you see the holes, right? You're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. 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 We like won't even click on it anymore. But yeah. <laughs> it's because we've done a complete rebrand. Like, we're now pink where that was yeah. brown. And yeah, we're like, yeah. oh, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, excited for that launch. But yeah, we launch, end of this month, we launched the new division and mm-hmm. the new website with it as well. Exciting. Super exciting. Awesome. Stay yeah. tuned. Subscribe to the email list. Get yeah. Updates. Yeah. Download our fitness business checklist and you'll get added into the email list. <laughs> Solid. Thank you so much. That's yeah, right. That's good. That's um, great. Appreciate your time and driving all out to the West. You get to see more of Melbourne, I suppose. Yeah. See what it's like in I the actually burbs. stay in the West when I'm here. Oh, really? Yeah, my friend lives in Truganina. Okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always so you're on the good side of the freeway. I just there. have no idea where I am anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can be so lazy now with Google. It's like, take nah. me to the place and I just don't have to yeah, literally consider what's either. around me. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But. Awesome. Thank you so well, much. Thanks for having good me. Good luck. Um, and if, yeah, definitely go check out. I thought the website was great. There's a lot of good information. Just to expose you to things that you don't even know you need, which probably happened in the conversation today. Mm. Thoughts that you haven't had of stuff that would make your business more efficient. Mm. Mm. Lots of ebooks to buy. Yeah. Mm, awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Ciao. Bye.